Alternative Radio. Within the next 10 years, the world as you know it will be completely different. Knowledge is your ability to analyze all the data and wealth that you accumulate. Wisdom is when you learn from somebody else's experience. And experience is like the apps inside your brain which allow you to carry out the function. Those who you believe are on your side are not. In a time like now, it's more important than ever to surround yourself with like-minded people. The world as we know it is changing rapidly. And the world that we once know is never going to be the same again. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom and get ready to swallow the red pill where every week we're going to bring you cutting edge, real, uncut, and raw truths about finance and the world you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest dislocation of wealth the world has ever seen. The upcoming global financial collapse will happen on a magnitude 99% are not ready for. This is the Ken Mack and Coach JV Financial Freedom Show. So if you're ready, what I want you to do is sit down, strap on your seatbelt, get out your pen and pad, and get ready for the biggest shift in generational wealth. Warriors, rise! Ah, welcome everybody to the Ken Mack and Coach JV Financial Freedom Show. Ken Mack, how you doing? You're in the, where are you at right now? I'm good, man. I'm here at the deal-making factory in Dubai, right in the heart of Dubai Marina, which is my favourite place, man, because I've got the vision board right in front of me here, which is all of the, all of the yachts and the uh, the power players rolling up and down here uh, yeah. in front of my window in the office here. So it's great to be here, man. That's How are you? Amazing. I'm doing great, man. We just launched our new company, the Uncommon 1%. So uh, we're out here in the deal-making factory. I'm overlooking the mountains of Arizona. So a little bit of different scenery, but still absolutely beautiful. So today, what we're going to be talking about, Warriors, we're just going to free-flow this, and we're really going to talk about how do you start, right? So as I shared with you guys, you know, Ken Mack is Mr. Miyagi, and I'm Karate Kid as I go into this new journey. And so a year and a half ago, I had lost all my money for the third time. And you have to ask yourself, well, why would I listen to a guy who's lost his money three times? The reason why I feel I'm qualified to speak through this is because of the big mental shift that I made and understanding how the economy actually works. I started taking the red pill. I understood that the system was rigged against me and I started to educate myself and study what the multimillionaires and billionaires are doing, which is very, very, very different from the regular everyday person. So first, I'm going to kick it off and just share kind of how I started to shift my mindset. And in turn, as Ken Mack kicked it off and said what was on his vision board, I mean, if you maybe he'll show us during this uh, live here, the absolute stunning view that he has. It's just unbelievable. It will blow your mind. And so what I started to do is visualize my future. I started to connect with my future through my heart and mind. And through that and understanding how economics works and shifting my subconscious mind to wealth, I started to attract exactly what I wanted. And so through that process, about a year and a half ago, I lost all my money. And so what I started to focus on, okay, what are the multimillionaires and billionaires doing? And then I started to run in and watch and see people like Ken Mack and watch the moves that they're making. So one thing that I did learn that Ken Mack taught me is that the poor people's liabilities are the rich people's assets. And as we said in the intro video, that there's the biggest dislocation 
of wealth and the biggest shift in generational wealth in history. A couple of things that I've been schooled on since I've been training with Ken Mack and doing my personal mentorship with him is I kept preaching to you guys, and I apologize, and I, 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 I'm humbled by saying this, is that I kept saying that the biggest shift in generational wealth is cryptocurrency. Now, we're both invested heavily in cryptocurrency, but that is not the biggest shift in general, generational wealth. That is the opportunity for the regular everyday person to amass a good amount of wealth to take that and multiply it. So when I met Ken Mack, he started to teach me the bigger picture game of the true shift in generational wealth. So a year and a half ago, like I said, the C word shut down my business. I lost 78% of my revenue and I decided to get very disciplined and focus on truly what generational wealth is. And it's multiplying your money, creating wealth generating assets. And so I went from having zero money, was able to raise 10 grand through doing the Gary Vay strategy, doing garage sales, doing whatever I could to survive. And next thing you know, 10 turned into 20, 20 turned into 50, 50 turned into six figures. And now I've amassed a pretty, pretty large crypto portfolio. And now I've met mentors like Ken Mack. And so the biggest thing was that I want to talk to you about, and I'm going to kick it over to Ken. And then we're going to answer some questions a little bit later here, is your reticular activating system. Have you ever bought a car? Say you buy a red Toyota Prius, right? You buy a red Toyota Prius and you're driving down the street and all of a sudden you start seeing a red Toyota Prius everywhere you go. It's called your RAS, your reticular activating system. So the very thing that you think about on a daily basis is the very thing that's going to continue to show up in your space. So if you continue to say, I always end up broke, this always happens to me, or I'm the one that never gets that position. Well, guess what? Your subconscious mind will come up with a solution for the thing that you're giving it. Your subconscious mind has no idea what's real or fake. And you'll hear Ken Mack say multiple times, I'm a very good listener and I write notes. He shared his vision board was the uh, Ferrari on the front of that book. And now he just said, here's a picture of his vision board. And he's out looking this amazing view in Dubai, right? The billion dollar view. He's got gold and silver sitting on his desk right there. Ken Mack already saw it before it became reality. And so what's happening now is I'm not shocked that I'm mentoring with Ken Mack. He's Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, and I'm Karate, uh, karate Kid. He's saying wax on, wax off. And the thing is, Warriors, is this is his history in the making. And the reason why we came together is to bring you both perspectives and show you that this is possible for you, Warriors. That I'm a normal everyday dude, and so is Ken Mack, a normal everyday dude. If you see some of my social media posts, I have dyslexia. I misspell a bunch of things. I make a lot of mistakes, but one thing I don't do is I don't stop, and I don't stop believing. So I'd like to kick it over to Ken Mack. I know he's been traveling around, but one thing I do know that people want to hear from you is, like, where have you traveled to? Now you're in Dubai. You were <laughs> all over the world with this freedom lifestyle you live. So Ken Mack, the floor is yours. Hey guys, it's great to be back here again for another session with you all. And I was just saying to Coach JV that we should structure this show in a way that where you can be using this as a tool and a mentoring system from week to week so that you can be taking away the information that we're sharing with you. And then you can be acting upon what we're sharing with you. And I think today we were going to be looking at where to start because a lot of you guys are going to be at a different stage in your life. So some of you might be sitting with a substantial net worth and maybe not knowing what to do with the money, whereas some of you guys might be where I was back in my uh, late teens, early 20s, with uh, you know, sitting with £15, which is about $25 to my name at one point. And um, it's all about how you program your mind, your subconscious, your, uh, getting your mindset right, and also 
uh, most importantly, getting your strategy right and then using the law of action, not the law of attraction. You need to get the law of action so that you could put all of these things together in order to get to where you need to be. There's a good book that was written um, a long time ago. I recommended it to somebody today. So get your pens and papers out, guys. This one is called um, The Science of Getting Rich. It's a very short book. And I, I myself, I'm not a great reader. I'm more of a listener, so I prefer to listen to an audiobook. But it's a nice short book. Uh, you can buy the audiobook as well. And it's about how the rich get rich because they do things in a certain way. So when I started to study rich people, I become fascinated with wealthy people. I become very motivated by seeing people flashing their, uh, their their cool lifestyles and cars and everything else. For me, that was very motivating. So I thought, wow, how can I do that for myself? So once I started to study these people and look at the way that they do things and read amazing books like The Science of Getting Rich, The Richest Man in Babylon and all these other great books, they really started to change my mindset, which in turn changed my life. Um like Coach JV, you know, I've, uh, maybe I've got a little bit of dyslexia. My, my reading is, is not the best. I'm better to listen. My uh, spelling is not the best. I quite often uh, make mistakes. In fact, my Polish wife corrects me. Uh, you know, her English is not 100%. But what's important is learning how to do things in a certain way so that you can also replicate the successes of the wealthy. So I think topics that we're going to be speaking about is where to start and just a lot of what I am sharing with you is based on real life experiences and these are not things I've just pulled out of a book. I'm physically doing what I'm sharing with you guys. So for those who follow me on Instagram, I practice what I preach, you know, I post a lot of stuff just daily lifestyle, you know, here in Dubai or if I'm in the UK or if I'm in Spain or any other country, I pretty much do the same thing and I've got the same similar lifestyle in each country, but I am practicing what I preach, so I can teach you based on real life experiences. So, um, you know, me and Coach Shea were speaking about where the best place to start is. So I think a good place to start, guys, is by dropping all of your negative friends. So by getting rid of the negativity, which is, uh, you know, this creates stress inside your mind and your body. When you watch the news, you're, uh, you're consuming that negative energy. So your body is physically getting stressed when you're exposed whether it's coming from the, the programming device in your lounge. Um, we've got a good place uh, for one of those in the Dubai here. It's called the Smash Room. Uh, and I hate television, so I bought a TV and I smashed it to bits. Uh, it cost me about 200 bucks, and it was very, very pleasurable. So you can buy anything that you don't like, fax machines, printers, televisions, and you, you can pick up any tool that you want, and you can smash it to bits. It's a great place to release that energy. Um, so I might pay a visit there, guys, next weekend. So watch my Instagram and you'll see me there in the, in the smash room here in Dubai. So uh, television devices, I call, call them uh, TV programming. Uh, tele television programs are called programs because they program your mind. So if you're watching negative programs on the television, it's going to condition your mind and suck the energy out of your body. So stay away from that stuff. All of the mainstream news, your negative friends, just ditch them, push them to a side. As you start to advance through life, you're going to notice your circle of friends changes massively. Uh, you know, for me, I want to surround myself with um, like-minded people, and you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So, if you just look at your circle 
from the five people that you spend the most time with. If you were, um, if you're speaking about people, these are not the kinds of people that you want to be surrounded with. You want to be around people that are speaking about ideas and your future. So that's just the first point that I want to make. And also, stop taking advice, guys, from your friends, your family. As much as you, you love your family, maybe they're not the best people to take advice from. You know, for me, I come from a very working class background. I'm just a dude. I'm not a guru. Somebody referred to me on Instagram the other day as a guru. I thought it was quite funny. Um, I'm not a guru. I'm just a dude who practices what I preach. I've been doing this for a very, very long time. And I want to share with the world uh, what I am doing so that you can do this as well to prepare for the biggest dis dislocation in wealth. Your neighbors as well perhaps are not the best people to be taking advice from and these professional internet marketing gurus. So just be very selective and careful where you're extracting that information from and you need to get the mindset right, get your strategy right, which hopefully we're going to be showing you uh, copy and paste strategies that you can be taking away on this show from week to week. And what you need to do, guys, is laser focus on one idea. This is very important. If you start to uh, focus your time and attention on too many different things, what's going to happen is you're going to end up spreading yourself too thin. This is a bit like going into the pub or the bar and you're asking for a pint and they served half a pint. You don't want to go into the bar and ask for the pint to serve half. This is what's going to happen, guys. If you don't focus on one thing um, and follow through until it's successful, fail, fail, fail 99 times or 100 times until you get that 1%. If it's good, if you get a 1% chance of being successful, then why don't you do it 100 times so that you find 99 ways of not to do it? So that's just uh, one thing that I wanted to point out there. Never to give up, guys. And focus on one thing. A lot of people in my world uh, are industry agnostic, which means I'm in the world of buying businesses. Um, I don't like to focus on many different niches. I like to focus on one niche and follow through. Run as a campaign. If you're going to uh, learn about crypto, just focus on crypto, follow through, become successful, understand crypto, technical analysis, fundamental analysis inside out so that you are comfortable and you're not having to rely on other sources for your information so that you can trust your own technical analysis and make judgment based on what you believe is the right thing to do inside your head. And that's the stage where I got to when I wanted to learn how to uh, trade and invest in crypto. I invest more than a trade. Uh, I'm not a big intraday trader. I don't have the time for that, guys, but I like to just buy assets, hold that I believe in. I made my last purchase about 15 minutes ago, um, and I've been buying, I buy constantly, uh, every week sometimes, or every, every day, but sometimes multiple times a day. But I'm just very consistent with my strategy, my follow-through. So that's the best place where to start in terms of if you have nothing and if you're in maybe a bad or an uncomfortable situation right now. In terms of reprogramming your mind, I need you to understand the word leverage correctly. So if you guys are ready to build generational wealth, I want you to show your support right now to the community as one collective and smash out the like button heavily right now and let's see if we can hit 1,000 likes on this video. I want you guys to be part of what we're doing here. So smash out the like button just now. Show your support if you are ready to build that generational wealth because I'm going to be showing you life-changing strategies that you can all take away and you can practice this in the real world. So this is not just shit that I pulled out of a book. This is stuff that I do on a daily basis. 
business. And one of the very first things that I learned from working for an employer was this. Wait a second. I am working in the call center and I'm selling my time for money. Mm-hmm. Some dude owns this call center. I'm selling loans for Tesco Personal Finance. Some dude owns this call center. That's amazing. So I get very, his name is uh, Clara. I remember this surname because it was after the supercar. I was very young at the time. I thought, this this just completely fascinated me. How can I get to where that guy is at now? So what is he doing with me? He's selling my time for more money. So leverage is the name of the game. You need to learn how to sell other people's time, not your own time. So you want to buy time, not sell time. And that's where starting a business and buying a business comes in. So that's the number one most important thing that you need to understand if you want to build generational wealth then you need to learn how to stop selling your time for 20 30 50 100 dollars per hour why don't you sell other people's time so how do you do that you buy businesses with leverage with no money down like you buy a house with a mortgage and then that business has got employees which you would remarket their time for more same as if you're starting a business you're doing exactly the same so leverage the key is the word other people you get other people's time you get other people's money opm yeah. if you guys have heard of opm just just now i want you to smash the like button leave us a comment just now in the comment section and let me know leverage is the name of the game guys so other people's money and that's quite simply using the bank's money finance houses you could be buying a business that you need a loan against the assets of those businesses Maybe you need a loan from an investor that in exchange you give him value. You give him equity in, in, in the business. So you need to learn about other people's money. And this is uh, the difference between smart money and dumb money. Dumb money buys liabilities. Smart money buys assets. Yeah. So if you want to reprogram your mind from this moment on, you need to understand the basic fundamental mechanism of money that it's a bridge to get you from a to b to buy an asset so you need to stop working for money at this point right now from right now you need to reprogram your mind so that you're not working for money you're working for assets you're working for crypto you're working for these there's a kilo of gold about uh, the other day so this is what i work for i work for assets Real assets that you can you can touch, smell, and feel. There's another one I picked up yesterday. That's the biggest bar of silver I've ever seen. It's a hundred troy ounces. But this is what I work for. This is God's money. No, I think that yeah, the important thing too is like so. Say say you're somebody who was in a just overbroke just job, right? Like I was um, in corporate America. And what I didn't understand, and I was an executive at a bank making well over six figures. I was broke. I had the 535 IMDMW, a big ass house, multiple car payments. We, even in banking, we didn't even know how to manage our money correctly because we were indoctrinated into an education system that taught us to go to school, to get a job, right? To just survive, to get into the debt-based system, right? So what I really learned is, you know, my liabilities were the really, really, truly wealthy people's assets, right? And so if you're if you're brand new to this, think about this. 
every time you get paid, what I started doing, Richest Man in Babylon, every time I got paid, I took 10% of that money and I invested it right away, like literally right off the top. That's how I started learning how to do it. I took 10%, I would buy cryptocurrency. If I flipped something, so when I lost all my money, when they shut down our business for SeaWorld, when I flipped something for 20 bucks, I would take 10 bucks and I would invest it. And what happens is the law of compounding, when you start doing that, you make profits off of the asset, then you take the profits from the asset and you reinvest it back into an asset. And then it just keeps multiplying and multiplying. And what he said is he said he works for the gold, right? And then in turn, the money actually works for him. So the encouragement for you guys is, remember, I, I had lost everything again a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago, I had zero money. I was done, right? But in my mind, I was like, if I could shift this and I could just do what they're doing and it adds up very, very quickly, Warriors. Like in the, a couple of Warriors in our academy, what they're doing is they have normal jobs. They're like, okay, I'm a little bit stuck in my bills. So what they're doing is they're doing Uber or Postmates and they're taking every dime of that invested into the crypto space. And I'm not saying you have to go into crypto, but the point is you're taking the frivolous spending that you're doing already and you're investing in assets that are going to generate right? Cash flow. You take the cash flow and then you put it into another asset. And so, for example, like I say, the Mr. Miyagi and Karate Kid, like I have a, a, a large crypto portfolio. As I exit the, por exit the portfolio 50%, I'm going to be exiting into wealth preservation strategy. It'll be silver and gold, right? Also some other wealth preservation strategies. And then I'm going into doing LBOs with Ken Mack. And so what that'll do is it's going to create more cash flow so I can bring more into assets and it creates this ecosystem. So hopefully you guys can see that even if you have a, if you work at McDonald's, right? You know, it's funny, Ken, I worked at McDonald's too, <laughs> which is crazy. We both worked at McDonald's. Um, so like I, if you work at McDonald's, I guarantee you can find 10 to 15 bucks a week that you're frivolously spending. Maybe you're buying new shoes every single month. Stop buying new shoes and just start to practice the law of money. You should never work for money. Money should always always work for you so there was a great question that came through here what was it uh, i think that was the question that came through so i think two hours it's just i want to see um okay it says um can you start with a small amount of money any advice on how to multiply it or is the vehicle crypto do you want to start with that one yeah um so i i started with uh, very little money and for me I started buying businesses. I learned how to do a leverage buyout. So if you want to create generational wealth, then that's what we all want to do here. We want to learn how to make exponential sums of wealth. In order to do that, the best way is to forget about the money just now that you're making and maybe focus on how do I buy a business by applying leverage. It's pretty straightforward, guys. It's like buying a house with a mortgage. Because we're going to be speaking more about how to buy businesses with no money down. But let's say you're in the USA. Let's make it simple. You could go on Biz Buy Sell right now. And you could look for a business that's turning over up to $5 million, $10 million in revenue. You can lend an SBA 7A loan for $5 million US dollars with a very nominal down payment. 10, 15% that you can bring in a partner and that, that partner, that partner could pay down the deposit for you in exchange for equity. It could, so there, there's so many different ways, guys, that you can go out there and you can make money with no money. And it annoys me when people don't understand this because I've done it myself so many times. 
you could go out there and start a business. But for me, I, I know a hundred reasons why I wouldn't want to start a business because I know better ways of doing things. And maybe that's something else we could speak about, guys, is uh, why you shouldn't start a business and maybe why you should buy a business. And that's how I'm able to afford to do what I do because I could buy businesses with leverage. I could take the money that I make from these businesses. I can invest them into many different things. You know, the gold, pile of gold bars here, little bars, dollar cost averaging every day. And you, you sell a business, that makes you enough money to live for the rest of your life. You can retire for the rest of your life if you sell a business. Um, you know, if, if you get the numbers right, you can, you can make enough money for, to, to retire for the rest of your life, guys. In terms of, we're just, I want to rewind, and I'm just taking a look at some of my notes there, talking about other, other peoples and leveraging other people, because I think this is the best place for everybody to start just now um, and to focus on. So when we're talking about other people's money, think about other people's relationships. Let's say you want to you yeah. find a business, right? That you've got no experience in that particular industry. You could find somebody that's got that experience and bring them in, which immediately gives you, let's say Joe Bloggs has got 25 years in the biohealth or biotech industry. You've immediately just leveraged on 25 years of Joe Bloggs' experience in this industry. So when you go to approach a business seller that's got this business for sale, he says, have you guys got any experience? Yes, we've got 25 years experience in that industry. So that's that's an idea, or a, should, should I say an example of using somebody else's credibility and experience and knowledge. So not only are you leveraging the relationship, the, the, the relationships that they have, their credibility and their knowledge as well. So everything is about leverage, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and one of the biggest things, too, is uh, talking about the mental part of it. The more you watch these types of channels, the more you're going to absorb. Maybe when you're listening to it right now, it's like this is seems like it's way above your head. But what actually is happening, it's absorbing into your head and your subconscious mind. That's how I educated myself. I watched YouTube videos, Robert Kiyosaki. I was watching uh, Gary Vay, and I just dove into all these people and I'd watch their videos over and over and over. And I would educate myself, audiobooks everywhere I was driving. And all of a sudden, this stuff started to make sense to me then when i met the mentor like ken mack when he's speaking of a leverage bot offer it made sense to me right i was following dan pena i was following all these people so keep watching keep absorbing and as ken says have your pen and paper out so it says uh so this one to be for you any books you recommend to better understand the financial negotiation process during an m a love the show appreciate the truth bombs thank you there we go so this one's called winning through intimidation um, it's a bit of a controversial title, but the, the purpose of this book is to teach you how not to be intimidated. So this is all about deal making. So I highly recommend this book, and it's by Robert Ringer. You can get the audio book as well, and he's got another amazing book, and it's called Always Looking Out for Number One. Me personally, I haven't really read any books about M&A. I've just gone out there and done it myself. So everything that I'm sharing with you is based on my own experience. But there is a good movie out there called Barbarians at the Gate. Um, and you can get that on YouTube. You can get the audio book as well. And this is based on a real life uh, situation, real life deals and examples. So this is a very, very good movie and book that you guys should pick up. So winning through intimidation, definitely, even if you're not interested in m and this, uh, this, this uh, book here is a valuable resource, very valuable resource. Um, understanding... Sales, you need to um, understand 
that when you're buying a business, that this is a sales process. You're selling a solution and yourself. Remember that people buy people yes. like themselves and people like people like themselves. So I think it would be a good idea as well to think about that entire process and just understanding as well that everything in life is the result of a sale or a commission. Like Grant Cardone says, if you're going to go out there and find a wife, you're selling yourself to that wife and she's the commission. The business is a commission and you're selling your solution to that business owner. So Seller Be Sold is a great book and the Jordan Belfort Straight Line Selling System. These are maybe the, maybe the, the two only books that you need to read to understand sales so that you can be more self-aware. And then another good book um, is called, because th thinking about getting in front of people, it's, oh, it's good reading stuff in books, but you've got to be, you've got to get out there and do this in the real world. It's uh, called, let me just think here. It's about body language. What everybody is saying. I think it's by Joe Navarro. And it's called What Everybody Is Saying. It's another very good book that you guys can uh, download and buy if you prefer to read off the pages. But for me, I like to, I love books, but uh, I haven't read most of them. I just like to have the audiobook version and the hardback version as well. Um, so it's up to you guys what uh, what you prefer. Um, so there's another question. Should we yeah. buy barns or coins? Well, let me just unblur the camera here. And I'll share this with you. So I like to buy, um, I'll put this over and I'll show you what's sitting on my desk here. So this for me, these are units of accounts. So these are all coins, American, uh, so these are Australian uh, Philharmonics. They get Canadian maple leaves there. They get um, silver eagles. So the reason that I like to buy coins is these are units of account. And when the global financial system collapses, when your paper money becomes worth nothing or a lot less than what it is just now, you have something here that you can trade with. Now, the one gold coin is always going to be worth one gold coin, regardless of what the paper value is. So, you know, I, I think there's a very good idea, guys, to stack coins, stack bars, but it depends. You know, you can buy small bars like this here. That is, uh, you know, 50 grams, and you know, that's 50 grams. This, this here is a kilo. But um, having different denominations, I think, is very important so that you have something tangible that you can trade with when the need arises. And, uh, you know, the whole point for me is to not sell my gold or silver to go back into something that I tried to escape in the first place. Um, I'll be holding this for a long time. So anytime that I'm buying, um, the mindset that I've got, just so that you understand, my mindset is that I'm writing off that money. That monetary value is now written off to the effect that I am happy to never see that money again. So what I do now is I take what a box of my coin, I'll go into my asset column and my spreadsheet and I'll add one coin. Mm. And I'll keep on stacking slowly. And I'm going to continue doing that for the next 10 years. And, uh, and I, I think that this is the best way for you guys to control your own wealth. And think what the banks do. They stack gold. They stack yes. metal. The, uh, the, the currency was backed by gold mm -hmm. back in the day, which it isn't now. So if the banks do it, you should be doing this. You should be stacking yeah. your own gold. And like, we, we don't keep much at home. We prefer to use, uh, you know, professional vault services and, uh, you know, just have your stuff so stored securely. But this is a way for you guys to take control yeah. of your way. See, that's an important
Yeah, that's an important piece too. Like what you said, we're basically in the, what we're teaching you how to do is doing what the banks are doing. The banks are doing the exact same thing. The banks have stores of gold, right? They don't have your cash. They don't have your money in the bank. They don't have your hard earned money, but they have gold and reserves and they also lend out your money. So that's what the rich people are doing. That's when we say poor people, poor people's liabilities are the rich people's assets. And then if you think about Venezuela, to bring it to a real world thing, Venezuela, their economy collapsed, right? People are bartering in silver. You can go into a store and you can use silver as barterability. So that's another reason why coins are really important. From what I learned is that, you know, the coins, you can actually barter with that. So imagine if the fiat currency collapses and every fiat currency in history, warriors, has collapsed. Every fiat history Every fiat currency in history has actually collapsed, right? And so if you look at where we're in this massive, right, when they come back from Congress or from some recession, they have to decide on the debt ceiling for America. We're uh, six trillion over the debt ceiling. We're printing money to oblivion. They're devaluing the currency. And within the last eight months, the, the currency is devalued even more. There's a devaluation. Venezuela, the economy has completely collapsed. Their money is worth nothing. And so what you see on Ken Mac's table right there, those are that's a hedge against deflating currency right and also too if everything collapses he can go out and buy groceries he can go out and barter he can go out and he, the power is in his hands that's god's money that will never the value of that will never go away right so that's one thing that you think about it from a real world example like venezuela and then what's happening right now with the bis the bis has put the bank of international sentiments is pushing hard for a central bank digital currency i mean they went from kind of weird sediment to it to like literally pushing hard this weekend they came out with an article they're encouraging all countries to go into a cbdc remember the central bank digital currency brings you closer to the central banks and away from the commercial banks right so the commercial banks are going to start to transform into i guarantee you crypto custody type banks or they won't survive. They have to go into fintech. And so this is what's important is you're seeing the monetary system change to more control, right? And the only way to take control of your finances is to actually hold your wealth. So I think that's important. Uh, this is a question that says to get a loan to buy a business, let's say it's one million worth. What kind of loan is it? And what is the best, uh, what bank is the best? Yeah, it depends if, uh, what kind of leverage buyout there is that you're doing. Let's say you're in the USA and you're going to get a straight bank loan um, that's uh, operating the SBA 7A loan. So you can write that down, whoever has uh, put that message up. Um, so it's called an SBA 7A loan in the USA. Now, let's say it's uh, you're in the UK and you want to uh, leverage the assets. So machinery, let's say we're buying a factory. So then it could be an asset-based loan. We could be lending money based on the value of the assets, the machinery that produces the, uh, the end product. So then that would be an asset-backed loan. We could get a, a loan against the invoices. So when a business supplies services to another business or sells products, it produces an invoice. So you can even sell these invoices. There's about 100 different ways, guys, that you can do this. You can sell these invoices to an invoice factoring company. Like a friend of mine I was with a couple of days ago, um, he's just flown to the UK today because he's signing for a five or sorry, it's a $10 million biotech company. And he's leveraged the stock to make the down payment. And that's a stock financing facility. So he's using my techniques to buy a business, a biotech company in the UK. He's got one in the USA as well he's doing. And that's with no money down, guys. So this one is, uh, can you list, what was the site you mentioned? Is it BizBiz? BizBuy? Yeah, bizbysell.com is a big one in the USA. Uh, you know, we don't tend to use the open market to buy businesses, but if you want to get a look and see what's out there, there's 2 million businesses for sale, bizbysell.com. 
Somebody mentioned as well about coins um, and tax-free. Uh, where do you recommend buying gold and silver coins in the USA? I recommend just making a relationship with your local bullion dealer mm -hmm. so that you can get some better prices. So that there, there's not a better place to buy it. But if you can do uh, this in a tax-efficient way, like in the UK, if you can buy coins, like the Britannias, or you're in Canada, you can buy these are my favorite there, the Canadian maple, maple leaves. I love these. They're amazing, beautiful coins. Yeah. They buy coins. You'll pay a premium, guys. You know, you'll, you'll pay $10 premium for these coins. But let's say you're going to be smart. Like for me, I would prefer to, let's say, take a portion of my wage per month, stake it. You know, we spoke about yield up. You'll get 20.5%. 20.5%. Yeah. So let's say that you, you put away $1,000 every month, right? That's how much you're willing to invest every month. Okay, so I'm going to receive back 200 approximately $200 per month. So then I would take the the yield that I've made on yield app, and then I would use that to buy these rather than going out and just allocating to, because at the end of the day, guys, you buy silver coins, they're not going to make you any money. You've got to be smart about this. Yeah. You want to earn coins for free. And if you want to earn coins for free, then you need to make your money, make money, more money. So you need to understand that concept making money make more money and to do that yield on the platform you get nexo as well it's not as good as uh, the, the returns are not as good as yield that you get pancake swap which is of course higher risk and it's you're not dealing with stable coins there but you can earn up to 100 percent i think it's 85 percent just now but um you just got to be smart about this guys follow the smart money do what they say not what they do Yep. The question is, what is it? Uh, the uh, the uh, my, my favorite place to store yeah. money and wealth is on these things here, your ledger, cold storage. Because at the end of the day, based on what the banks did to us, you know, back in the nineteen thirty, uh, was it nineteen eighty or nineteen thirty? Twenty nine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you put your wealth, your XRP, your Bitcoin, whatever it is that you want to store, guys, your stable coins and cold storage, ledger, devices, they can't take that off you. You can store your wealth with 12 seed phrases or 12 words inside your head. And nobody can take these, uh, nobody can take your money from you. Nobody can take your wealth. This, this is a very exciting time that we're living in. Yeah, so this one here is, I would like to take this one. How do you gain the courage to take the first big uh, step, action step into business? Let me tell you what I did. I walked away from a high paid vice president banker job, right? And I walked away and I literally spent, I, I, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning, ran out of my whole 401k and I was running out of money completely and I just kept moving forward. And what happened was, is I approached investors and some investors invested in my company. And what that did is it, now we're sitting at a million dollar company because I took that first step. Now, here's the thing that I would share with people is no matter what, there's going to be discomfort. You're going to be uncomfortable being broke all the time, being miserable in your job, hating what you do every single day, hating going to work on to your just over broke Monday, or you're going to be uncomfortable working to build through the trials and tribulations of building into an LBO or starting your own business, right? Now, one thing that I'm really excited about is learning from Ken Mack is I started a small ground up. I built it from a ground up to a seven figure company. Okay. That was difficult. It's really, really difficult. Now leverage buyout offers, you're buying someone else's hard work and dedication that they put into that, which is so exciting to me, knowing how hard it is to build a small business. It's doable. You can definitely do it. The education, my uncommon 1% business is all about that, teaching you how I did what I did. But in order to 
if you, if you don't want to go through that process, it's basically what's what an LBO is. What he's teaching me is I'm going to buy someone else's long-term success and I'm leveraging that company's money. So how do you get the courage is you know that you're going to have discomfort either way. Either way, you're going to have discomfort of being uh, of the, the, the comfort of being successful or the uncomfortableness of not following your dreams. So, Ken, what do you think? Yeah, I'm totally with you on that one. It's, um, we've got to be very mindful in a time like now with how we decide to move going forward. Um, and for me, thinking about the next three years ahead, I want to be super careful what moves that I make in terms of where I'm going to be allocating my time and attention and spending my money. Um, I, I think right now, guys, we should be working together, getting together, learning from each other at a time like now where we have this amazing opportunity and this shift in generational wealth. The um, I would say compared to the opportunity that we had back in 2007, the opportunity right now is on a magnitude that nobody understands. There's a um, we, we talk about the shift in generational wealth being in the crypto land, but it's also in the business buying land. Somebody was asking, you know, what is M&A? It's mergers and acquisitions. But uh, simply put, it's buying businesses. And all of these businesses are going to be for sale at some point in time. Our target market right now is the baby boomers. And we want to capitalize right now on the opportunities that are out there because there's 2 million businesses that are for sale on the open market, but most of these deals are being done off market. Yeah. One of the things, uh, Charlie got up a really good question. She says, just like in 1933, just like gold, right? So they knocked on people's doors and they were trying to take people's gold from them. What she's saying is, can they do that with the exchanges? Well, let me share with you my narrative from being in banking and what I think is happening with XRP and Coinbase. So there's, you know, we're, we're acting like we're watching this movie of the super villain and then you have the hero, right? Which is XRP and Coinbase is a hero. The SEC is the villain. Or what if it's behind the scenes all being planned out and they're using Coinbase to figure out how to regulate exchanges, right? To get their piece of their money. And they're using XRP to create a new Howey test so they can get their, their hands in the crypto space, right? So knowing that you don't know what they're really doing behind the scenes. So just like Ken Mack is teaching me and what I was already continuing to do is have your wealth preservation strategy. So make sure you're pulling some profits out of the crypto space to build a fortress around you, right? That's why the LBO is so important to me to move into that generational wealth building because my only strategy is not going to be crypto. What if... What if they do shut down the exchanges? What if they do absolutely collapse the crypto market? You're going to be totally pitiful. So one thing that Ken shared with me is diversification, right? A lot of people say, oh, I'm diversified in crypto. Now, that's different from being diversified in asset classes, right? So, for example, the my strategy is crypto is a speculative asset where I can make a large amount of profits, take those profits and put them into wealth preservation and then wealth generating assets with Ken Max. So I have a wealth generating asset strategy. And then I have my speculative asset strategy, which is it's like the casino right now. It's, it's a time where you can make a lot of money. And I've been sharing this with you guys on my TikTok, Instagram. And um, this here is that there's never been a time like this for you to act as an accredited investor. That's why they're coming hard on regulation, because there's too many 
players in the game that can make too much money. And if they lose their money, they lose their power. This is a power struggle, Warriors. So I believe that the Coinbase thing is a narrative to be able to regulate exchanges. It was a shots fired at exchanges. And then the XRP case is to bring in a new Howie test. So um, you just got to you got to make sure you're smart with your money. That's why I always encourage an exit plan. Exit, you know, I, I ladder on the way out, on the way up. I, I use four exit points on the way up to the parabolic moves. And then I'm pulling 50% and I'm going to have 50% sit long term. Though that's throwaway money. Another thing that I do in the crypto space is every time I have a double profit, I pull my initial investment every single time. So in the crypto space now, I'm 100% house money, if that makes sense. So my portfolio is house money. I always pull my initial investment. I pull it. I pull it. I pull it. So if I went to the casino and put down $1,000 and I won $2,000, I always take the 1000 and put it in my pocket. And now I'm playing with house money. So that'll guarantee your success in the crypto space, because if it goes to zero, if, and I'm not saying it's going to zero, please don't understand. Crypto is here to stay. It's the new financial system, right? It just depends on what players in the game are going to be here at the end. So uh, let's see what else do we got here. Um, let's see what other questions. Drive Uber. Okay, so say one hand. Okay, here we go. This is a great question. It says, on, on one hand, you're telling people to drive over to put an extra 25 bucks in crypto. Um, on the other, buying corporations, what do you think about this giant gap? Are you talking? Okay, so I'll answer this because I'm experiencing this. So a year and a half ago, I was the guy doing Postmates or driving Uber and flipping to survive, right? So I was on the whole other end of the spectrum and Ken Mack is on the other end of the spectrum, right? He's buying corporations. He was, he could have retired 11 years ago. Okay. So that's what the Mr. Miyagi thing is all about. A year and a half ago, I had to build into understanding where I'm going into with Ken Mack. But the thing that he's sharing with me, anybody can get into an LBO. So yes, you're right. You have to start somewhere. You start by understanding how money works. That's the number one thing to do is understand how money works. Richest man in Babylon, rich dad, poor dad, think and grow rich. Read those books and become obsessed with them. Once I understood how money worked, it became very easy. I started just multiplying money multiplying money and through the multiplication of money and understanding how money works and changing my reticular activating system to wealth, I was able to start to attract the right things to me with action, as Ken said, right? So now I'm like, okay, money makes sense to me. You probably want to make sure you understand the game of money before you went into an LBO, because if you go into an LBO and you don't understand the game of money, you wouldn't understand how to continue to grow it. So I, I feel you on this. That's what, that's why we created this channel because a year and a half ago, I was in your position where it felt like I mean, it was insurmountable. I had all this debt. I couldn't see the future. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to stay focused on understanding how money works. And very quickly with any full transparency, I had made money three times and lost it. But the question I had to ask myself is why did I keep losing it? Because I was born into a just overbroke system and indoctrinated into that system. There was no wealth in my family and I never was taught what wealth, how wealth does. So I kept buying liabilities. I kept buying liabilities. So finally, I just bought a car. And people are like, but I thought you said JV, you're not going to buy a car. My company paid for it. Not a dime out of my pocket. I had to buy a car or I would have paid $60,000 in taxes. So there's ways where you're like, so like I have a very nice SUV now, but that was paid for by the company. It doesn't come out of my pocket. Right. And that was, we had to do that. So we didn't pay taxes. So the game changes very quickly once you understand how money works. So, um, so I, I feel you and, and you just have to start somewhere as you come here to this channel Every 9 a.m. on Monday, we're going to keep opening up your mind and a new awareness and just step slowly into it. So, yeah, just touching on the um, 
the exchanges and the regulations, you know, it, it, it's going to spook the market, of course, but I think the regulation is going to be very good for the market. You made some very good points as well. That, uh, you know, it is that the markets are a little bit of a casino because of the heavy volatility. So I think that just everybody listening to this now should be very mindful and, uh, you know, not get too euphoric. But everybody's getting euphoric in the market. You know, that's the time to be fearful. Yes. And, uh, just, you know, it, it can be very easy to start being all in on things when you've seen everything pump, but we just need to be sensible here. The, uh, you know, people can lose a lot of money in these markets. They're very dangerous. Um, you know, th things can get pretty nasty. You know, you don't want to lose all your money and then suddenly we go into a bear market because nobody knows. The truth is nobody knows what, what's going to happen. We might not go into a bear market, um, but it takes one bit of news to come out, one bit of FUD, and, the, and then you, you guys have seen what's happened multiple times in this market. It just collapses the, the price of, of Bitcoin because Bitcoin ends up pulling everything else down with it as well, unfortunately. So we just need to be, uh, be, be very careful. Yeah. And so what, Ken, what do you think is going to happen? What's your opinion on, on like the market sediment going on right now? Am I on mute right now? I'm on mute. Okay. So the market sediment, what's going on with the crypto space? So in my, my opinion, I think it's going to go parabolic on the back end of September here through October, and then it's going to come back down. You want me to share the market screen? Let's take a look, see what's happening. Yeah. So, you know, back in the uh, 9th of August, we had a buy signal for the hash ribbons. And the last time that that happened was back in, is this a weekly chart? Just sort of go for the weekly chart here. So there's some of the main indicators that I've been looking at. Hash ribbons. Yeah, 2nd of August, we had the hash ribbons flashing by. The last time that that happened was back in November last year when we had that massive big run-up. I'm also looking as well at the weekly MACD, which is a little bit flat today, or this week, should we say. We started a new week today. But the thing is that... September historically is a, it's a down month. It's a sideways consolidation month. We're hitting a lot of resist, uh, or support, should I say, right at the 44,000 mark. I think it's possible that we could bounce off the 42,000, which is most likely. I think we're in a bit of a rising wedge going up there. And what I'm expecting, you know, and I'm putting new money, I'm putting new money constantly into the market where pretty much on the four hourly is well oversold in the RSI. Sorry, yeah. So I, I would say that we're going to most likely not break down to sub 40 territory. I think we're going to have a nice big bounce consolidation for the remainder of this month. I think we should break, once we break through the, the $47,000 mark and you know these next levels up here, you can see the VPVR, I think we're going to have a very good ending to the year. I think we're going to probably see an $85,000 to $100,000 Bitcoin. I think that these crazy predictions at $300,000, $250,000, I don't really agree with these predictions, but I'm going to start scaling out. Uh, and I'm not saying that you guys should do this as well, and I'm not saying that this is the right thing to do as a dope crystal ball. I would um, suggest that, well, I'm not going to suggest I'm going to start scaling out at 75,000 uh, to 100,000 once we see these uh, figures round about December, January, and I'm going to start pulling back, preparing for the bear market, which I'm expecting because it does come. It has come historically every four years. 
and uh, I'll, I'll look at just uh, averaging uh, my buying positions back in from the bottom or finding the bottom of the market coming back into 2023, 2024 and taking those stable coins and staking them on platforms like YieldUp to get my 20.5%. I'll be looking at scaling back into PancakeSwap as well, at whatever, um, whatever PancakeSwap bottoms out at. But it's, you know, it's, it's very volatile. It's very volatile. But that's, that, that's my sentiment on the market. But we can take a look at some of these other indicators as well, like the, the EMA ribbon. Let's have a look. Take off the BPVR indicators. Yes, we're still bullish on the EMA ribbon as well. Um, you know, it flashed on the 11th, April, May. So we got a, a buy indicator there. So I'm very bullish in the market, guys. I'm a firm believer that we're going to go into the second parabolic phase of this bull run, um, definitely by October. And, you know, otherwise, I, would, I put quite a sizable amount of money into the market. And I've been consistently doing that for the last year and a half. Um, so I'm very bullish. Uh, we can't always go up. It's impossible to continually go up. We've got to have these consolidation and buying opportunities. So as long as you don't go all in and you keep some collateral on the side, then you can enjoy these buying in opportunities as well. Uh, so what do you think, Coach? What's your sentiment on the market? Yeah, same exact. Uh, September, I've been saying it for like a year and a half, just following market cycles. A Bitcoin having hit its 70,000th block coming into September. Uh, I mean, if history repeats itself, history and often rhymes, it's going to go parabolic on the back end of September, around September 28th. And that's where I get that number from. People are like, where do you get the date from? If you look at the Bitcoin having around the 70,000th block, it goes parabolic. When Bitcoin goes up, the profits start going into altcoins. And so if history repeats itself, exactly as you said, and then that's the thing why I encourage people to have an exit plan. That's really, really important, Warriors. So like in our academy and also, also too, um, the Yield app is down below um, in the description. You'll see it uh, can put it in there it's in the description down below you can join the yield app um, you can log right into it also all of Ken Max information is down in the description in the warrior academy too we have what's called an exit strategy and so i'm exiting as the market goes up parabolic because when the exchanges go parabolic all of a sudden they ironically start to shut down they get overloaded they have customer service issues and then you get caught at the top and you come sliding down the back end and somebody asked you like oh if, if i pulled a thousand dollars out of crypto what would i do with it um like i said i have a wealth preservation strategy and then i'm buying back into crypto so when the market collapses 80 to 90 percent and i'm going to go back into crypto i can't wait for the bear market i'm going to stack as much as i can the next three years for 2025 because i believe i personally believe being an ex-banker and understanding regulation and macroeconomics and microeconomics is that in 2025 that's when you're going to start to see the real retail adoption and from that point on it may start to end up like the stock market because in the stock market, if it goes down 5%, it's catastrophic in the crypto market. 30% is a normal day, <laughs> a normal day in the crypto market. So when you see it normalized with regulation, you're not going to be able to get these types of prices or price increases, excuse me. So in the next three years, I think is going to be much more critical than just this bull run in order for people like us, normal everyday people to amass a large amount of wealth. So. You made a very good point, man. Um, as soon as we get all of these regulations coming in heavily, they're going to make this like the stock market. And we're, mm. we're never going to see these 20, 30% days. Mm. We're going to be talking two, three, 5% moves in a day. Um, 
So I think five years' time is too late. It's, it's, it's too late. Right now is the time to get into crypto if you want to get into crypto. And for those of you guys who are keen, I've got many messages. I'm trying to answer as many as I can on Instagram at Show. You can follow me on there for those of you who don't follow me. Uh, but you can join the five-day business buying challenge and view all of the recording, seven hours worth of uh, training and learn how to buy a business right now whilst the program is, is £47 uh, for five days of mentoring. And you get the business buying toolkit, part of the community as well. So it's a very nice place for you yep. to come and learn in a friendly environment, um, a non-technical environment where you can learn how to, how to buy a business. Because remember when I was 21, I didn't know anything about business, guys. And that's why... I bought a business so that I could learn what happens in a, in a business, learn on the tools, learn on the job. So it's, you can check the businessbuyingchallenge.com. Very nice place, guys, for you to come in and, uh, and uh, network with some like-minded people and learn how to buy a business without having to spend lots of money on doing things the wrong way. So just learn from proven strategies and be safe out there in the crypto markets. And nothing that we say is financial advice, guys. Right. This is purely for educational and comedy purposes only. So I'm only sharing with you what I think is the best thing for me to do. And if you guys want to take that with a grain of salt, maybe that's the best thing for you to do. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming up on the top of the hour, so I think we'll do our last comments here, wrap it up. Um, so I just want to share with you guys, well, I want to thank you guys for coming to join this. Every single Monday, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be bringing you the red pill. And so we're going to be bringing you the information that's going to help you make informed decisions. As I've always said, I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. What I'm doing is I'm sharing my open and honest journey going from being in the system, the just over broke system, the indoctrination system to reprogram my subconscious mind to wealth, to actually experiencing and going through the asset building strategy. And I promise you within the next 10 years, I will be a multimillionaire and I plan on locking arm in arm with you guys. The difference is locking arm in arm and taking as many people up the hill as we can. And so, so the one thing I want to encourage you is you need to start changing your reticular activating system to wealth. And I'm not talking about wealth he, uh, just here. I'm talking here and here. You have to be able to see it and feel it first. Once you create that magical feeling, then all you have to do is take action. And once you take action, the resources will start to show up. As Ken Max said, you know, the secret is not just manifestation, it's action. That's the key part. People read the secret. They sat with their hands underneath their, you know, underneath their butt on the couch waiting for for a Lamborghini to show up. That's not how it works, Warriors. You got to get up. You got to take action. You got to get motivated. And right now, you got to get excited about life, Warriors, because there'll never be a time like this, in my opinion, in history. There'll never be a time like this again in my children's history where we, the normal everyday people, can be like accredited investors, amass a large amount of wealth, and then finally take that wealth and turn it into something. So don't think Lamborghinis, mansions. Think generational wealth building. Think freedom. Being able to travel around the world like can Matt can being able to I'm sitting in my home right now I'm going to pick up my son in just a little bit I don't have to answer to a boss I can pick my son up when I want I can eat where I want I can travel where I want I can go where I want complete freedom so we don't have to follow the narrative we are the narrative and every single one of you has access to this you've been born into a system to make you think that you have to pick sides and that's exactly why everybody that is the blue pill you're taking the blue pill where you think you have to pick left, right, up, down. You are the freedom model. You create the model for yourself. And so it's time to break free from that mindset. And that's what we're going to do every single Monday. We're going to not only bring ourselves, we're going to bring other people to you guys to help you break free from this just overbroke system. So Ken, any last words for the group? 
That's been great to spend that hour with you guys. And if you want to be part of this movement and learn how to amass massive amounts of wealth, then you should be tuning into this show and staying live with us so that you can be part of this experience. And keep the questions coming in, and we will pick out the best questions to share with everybody. Uh, so I want to just thank all of you guys for tuning in. If you appreciate, we get 246 people watching now. We get 156 likes. If you guys appreciate what we're sharing with you, smash out the like button, and I will look forward. And I'll be very excited to see you all on Monday next week. So we'll be bringing you the most up-to-date information that you can use and take away um, in line with the current economic circumstances so that you can come out on top. Because like Coach GV said, right now is the greatest opportunity in the history of the world where you can take this and do something and tell your grandchildren. Yes. You know, there's, there's wealth that you can create for your family. Um, there's so much opportunity and we want to be able to be part of your future and in your wealth creation story. So um, as Coach TV says, we rise together. Yes. Warriors, rise. Get your shit together. We'll see you on the other side, Warriors. Have a great evening.